Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast 2022 Trade Deadline Edition, starring Dave Schilling, Davis Bertons, Rodney Hood, Joey Devine, Elijah Hughes, Romeo Langford, Sean Keane. The guy's so nice they named him twice. Full Bowl! Street Ball Paul Millsap! Patreons Jeff Som! Thank you, Jeff! Barrett! Thank you, Barrett! Texamista! Yonka Texamista! Musical guest Jets to Brazil! And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a trade deadline extravaganza, and we are so back, and we have so much to do. Uh, I'm not even going to ask Sean how he's doing. That's right, my co-host, Sean Keen, is here. Sean, say hello. Hey, how's it going? Um, don't I think ask you how's ever... it, how it's going. We can't Sorry. talk about Jack Reacher I, for 45 minutes. I do want to, I do want to say thanks to everybody who, um, mentioned, saw that a Jeopardy contestant called himself a stay at home uncle mm-hmm. and, uh, pointed that out to me. Thank you. Uh, you're all 32 of you are my closest friends. Um, uh, before we get into everything, uh, I should mention, Patreon.com slash roundrockpod is where you hear our new podcast, uh, Fists the Size of Thanksgiving Turkeys, about uh, the new Amazon show Reacher. We have a double episode of that going up tomorrow with Mr. John Burr from Fast Break Breakfast and Mr. Brendan McGowan from this podcast. Um, 
Also, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com. Uh, visit our Tee Public store at the in the description of this episode. And five-star reviews only on iTunes. Uh, I don't know why they won't let you give less than five stars, uh, but that's them's the rules. All right, Sean, it's a big news day. It's the trade deadline. Uh, let's go to What's our news. top? Okay. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Huge day in basketball. Everybody knows the trade dead the NBA trade deadline is like uh Christmas Day for NBA fans, except not like Christmas Day because they are not playing games, which is what happens on actual Christmas Day for NBA fans. It's confusing. Anyway, our top story is eight minutes before the trade deadline ended, Sean. A blockbuster tweet came through from one of the NBA's biggest newsbreakers. At Robin Lopez of the Washington Wizards tweeted, Ro Lopez 42. Salvador Dali died in 1989. It's weird to think he may have seen. And Sean, do you Mm -hmm. think Salvador Dali saw? You know, I don't think he saw the movie Predator, but I do believe there's like a 20% chance he saw the movie Predator. I think it's higher. Dude, I <laughs> guarantee that someone was like, hey, uh, Salvador, there's a monster that looks like uh, he's got a vagina for a face. And he was like, put it on. And then he died. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, that's uh, our classic, our classic joke. Um, we love we love making a joke when there's real news stories to be made. Classic joke of basketball. Yeah, we love making jokes of basketball. Um, but Sean, it was of course the trade deadline, so you know what that means. It's time to play the greatest drop we own. Uh, we don't get to play it enough, but here is the trades drop. Trades. That's right. We're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs, you remember, we talk about Capspace all the time in the program. Slash Capspace, let them know that you came from us. Limited time only, terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off rights to euros that are never coming enter code nba at checkout for twenty dollars off your first order expiring salaries and if you missed it we launched the recapables billions podcast on our recapables feed treating people like their assets and not people ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. That's right. That is my masterwork. I will never make anything funnier or better sounding than that. Um, Sean. Uh, a lot of trades today, huh? Yeah, a lot of trades. Um, and we one have of a them, bunch of trades that we uh, didn't even talk about that happened earlier in the week. 
too. Yes, yes. So let's let's go let's chronologically power through, power through these trades. Make some jokes. Okay. Keep it snappy. <laughs> okay, Sean, what yes. was our first trade of the week? Oh, um, I definitely did not have it ready to go chronologically. But yeah, hang on. Sorry, my bad. Um, uh, we had. Oh, um, hold on. Uh, we had mm-hmm. Eric Bledsoe. The Clippers traded Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second-round pick to the Trailblazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Mm-hmm. They also got a 2025 second-round pick via the Pistons. Uh, I talked about this on the Patreon with uh, Big Corbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Zeke from Salmon Creek, as we call him. Um, uh, and Joey, I, I mean, look, the Blazers did not receive a lot of value (laughs) for, uh, Norm Powell and Robert Covington, but what they did do is essentially erase a bunch of shit Neil O'Shea did. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is like this is this is a plus interim GM work where I mean, I just kind of think that when you have a team like the Blazers had um, the very first thing you would want to do is get rid of five years of Norman Powell. Mm -hmm. And that's not even nothing against Norman Powell. He's a good player and actually not even like not worth that contract. But just um, he said he was a six foot three guy. They were playing at small forward and they had him signed for five years. Mm-hmm. And they're tearing down the team. So it kind of doesn't matter. And I mean, I guess they didn't get a first round pick, but they got the Clippers can't trade any first round picks, really. They got that, their first round pick from last year. That being said, um, I'm pretty happy that the Clippers uh, have added another norm. Um, they had they famously the Lakers. Uh, they famously had Norm <laughs> Nixon before the uh-huh. Lakers. And now. The norm core uh, continues. Um, I think I think uh, I would like Powell to try to get an endorsement deal with Norms, the, yeah, the, uh, the LA diner, only yeah, yeah. Denny's esque chain. Yeah, yeah. it's better I don't than really Denny's. It's no, no, it's Denny's. good. It's just, it's just, it's weird that anyway. I I don't really understand it, but it's delicious. Uh, I didn't mean to criticize Norms. All right, Sean. And okay, then the next, next trade. trade. I got this one. The okay. Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, got Karis LeVert in a 2022 second round pick from the Pacers in exchange for Ricky Rubio, a lottery protected first round pick, a 2022 second round pick, and a 2027 second round pick. Gotta say, hate this trade for the Cavs, but that's <laughs> just me. Anytime you're trading Ricky Rubio, Joey doesn't like it. Even if he's out for the year yep. and he's he's not even... I mean, he might not even be in Cleveland. He come and hang out, but yeah, it's just bad vibes. And uh, hey, good job, Pacers. Yeah, I'm. I'm into. Look, I don't. I don't love like an extended tank, mm-hmm. but I. I do love a two month tank. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, and again, like if you're a mediocre team and you have Karis LeVert on a long term contract, just just move him. You know, yeah. that second round pick could be kind of good. Actually, they got a bunch of picks. Yeah, they got a bunch yeah, of picks. Yeah, I don't they I do not love term. it. I don't love it for uh-huh. Cleveland because it feels like maybe they're uh going a little too hard uh on trying to make the playoffs this year when their best player is uh 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And also so. um I don't know. 
why pay Karis Levert all that money when you can just pay Colin Sexton? Um, they're like the same guy. Why? Well, I, I mean, who shoot too well, much. Right. Um, I mean, I do. I do feel like they'll probably trade Colin Sexton as a result mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, our next trade, Sean. Our next trade was, of course, uh, the Blazers and the Pelicans once again. The Blazers traded C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell to the Pelicans. And the Pelicans got uh, round ball favorite Josh Hart, round ball favorite Tomas Sadoransky, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Dini Lozada, a future first-round pick, and two future second-round picks to the Blazers. The weird thing about this trade is the Pelicans have managed to trade the same first-round pick twice in, like, four months, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of amazing. Uh, the other the weird they, thing about this trade yeah. is uh, this is where I want to complain about our newsbreakers here. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Woj and Shams, wait until the tra- wait until you know the whole trade to tweet it, because right. I didn't even know Larry Nance was in this trade until today, because they tweet like half the trades. And like, then you feel like you've read it, so you so, don't need yeah, to... <laughs> they're, like, racing so hard to beat the other one. They just will treat, tweet, like, CJ McCollum is traded, and then they'll be like, uh, Josh Hart is traded, and then it's, like, eight tweets to get to the finished trade. Like, Which eat the shit, other one, dudes. <laughs> Joey, do you remember, for any of these transactions, whether it was Woj or Shams that, that, that broke the no. news? I don't either. Yeah, everybody knows a minute later. Just yeah. wait. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, not a race. I um, gotta say, I like... Uh, look, is it funny that this trade is um, Neil Olshay's replacement trading with Neil Olshay South? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's like he found a guy who had the exact Neil O'Shea energy mm-hmm. and was like, how do we best undo all the moves uh, that he made? In the past three years. Um, and but I you know, actually like this trade for the Pelicans. Um, <laughs> they gave up you know, the, the picks are. Um, well, I mean, it's like it's a piece of a lottery protected right. first round pick, which is so weird. Um, I kind of like it. playing point guard with Zion if he ever plays again. That's like a fun team. Yeah, and like um, he's he's he will fit in well with uh, Devonte Graham. He knows how to defend in a backcourt like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's fun. Like, look, if CJ's leaving Portland, at least he can go to a fun team that has good food. And like, I feel like his wine expertise is going to be really useful in New Orleans. The only thing that sucks is that, um, like. Okay, I understand tearing down the team, Norm Powell and Robert Covington, whatever. It just, and we'll bring this up again with a, another trade, it just sucks that CJ's, like, getting smuggled out of town, mm-hmm. you know? I just wish they'd just done this in the off season. Sure. And, I mean, look, it's fine. I'm happy that he's going, but it's just, like, this one feels, like, real shitty pushing people around like they're... Uh, numbers, even though I don't, I don't like disagree with the move, you know, it just sucks. He's a, he's a dude that loved Portland and, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. Well, speaking of, they got like pushed out of a car. Speaking of dudes who wanted to be in a place, uh, the only player who's ever wanted to be a Sacramento King in the last 10 years, Tyrese Halliburton got traded. Uh (laughs) 
Uh, for another guy who appears to love being in Sacramento too, weirdly. <laughs> um, Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, the Sacramento Kings traded Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson to the Indiana Pacers for Domanus Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holiday, and a 2027 second round pick. Here's the thing this trade reminded me of, Sean. Yes. Do you remember that story about when the Golden State Warriors traded for Andrew Bogut? They offered Steph Curry or Monte Ellis, and the uh-huh. Bucks chose Monte Ellis. Yes. Well, in this case, the Indiana Pacers chose Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's well, not. I... Let, Tyrese Halliburton's not going to be an MVP candidate, but uh, of the two, Halliburton or Fox, uh, you want Halliburton, right? <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I think actually Sacramento was offering Fox, and Indiana's like, no. Like, you have to give us Halliburton. Um, It's kind of funny that the Sacramento Kings, as usual, managed to pick up a warrior, a -hmm. former warrior. They got Justin Holiday. That's who they picked for their coaches. That's like, they already have Harrison Barnes and NBA champion Damian Jones. And they were like, we need a little more Mm -hmm. Warriors magic to fight for this 10th seed. Uh, Um, I kind of get it, but... It, I just wouldn't have traded Tyrese Halliburton. I, He's 21 years old. Shoots 43% from three. Here's my I, thing. He just had like a 17 assist game for them. I don't get it just because, like, I get trading Tyrese Halliburton because it's the only thing you have that it. My problem is, is trading it. For, it's like, you're trading for David Lee. I, I was, I it watched is a David bad Lee. team with mm-hmm. David Lee. Like, oh, he was also a two-time all-star. Like, Right, right. Gets you nowhere, dude. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, this guy's going to be your bad defending center or your non outside shooting power forward. Yeah. And again, he's a good player. He's fun to watch. But I just, I kind of don't get it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, Davion Mitchell, I guess it's it's his team now. And doesn't it kind of feel like Tyrese Halliburton? Like, the same energy that makes you want to go to Sacramento f- makes me feel like you could thrive in Indianapolis. Yes. He and yeah. Malcolm Brogdon are a Cosby show aspects court, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, just, they don't curse. <laughs> yeah, they they're, they're, they're Hillman's, yeah. Hillman's uh, intramural team. Um, <laughs> also, you know who the real winner in this trade is, though, Joey? What? Miles Turner. He, yeah, he can he just won. play basketball yeah, in a normal yeah. way. Yeah. Um. Say. Oh. Uh. I forget which Kings player it was. I think it was De'Aaron Fox. Uh. I don't know if you saw this, but he he apparently said to Buddy Heald, "Alvin traded you twice, bro." Oh, that's really funny, man. Skiles esque. Scott Skiles did that to Tobias Harris on two different teams. Um. Buddy Heald, a little. He didn't get traded again in the last like twenty minutes, right? No. Okay. Um, um but who, I actually you know who think did, that's kind of good too. Yeah. You know who did get traded again though? Nikhil Alexander Walker. Oh no. Nah, and, nah. and uh movie star Juancho Hernan Gomez were traded uh-huh. to the Utah Jazz uh-huh. uh for uh Sadoransky went to the Spurs with a second round pick. Joe Ingles and Elijah Hughes went to the kind of like yeah. this got kind of like this for the Jazz, gonna be honest. Yeah, it's uh, I also somehow this saved them money, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't Oh, because they uh, 
Well, Joe Ingles had. Oh, Joe had Ingles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that also just sucks for him. Out for the year with an ACL, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. And you know, it's not like he has to really move to Portland. I don't mm-hmm. think. Like, like, do they even make him show up? I don't even know. I don't, um, I don't really know how that works. It's I think it's he'd a like bum. Portland. You know. Yeah, I mean, he's. Joe if, Ingles if I was is gonna the make most a prediction. likely NBA player to know who. <laughs> well, he's also. I think he's probably just gonna sign back with the Jazz this summer. I, probably. Like, um, why would he go anywhere else? Um, and also, uh, I don't have anything else to say except that uh, Elijah Hughes is actually older than Nikkel Alexander Walker. I uh, and um, Wancho. Once that movie comes out on Netflix, he's gonna. Do well in that's uh, that's Salt some Lake star City. power. Let's just say that. The same, well, that movie's going to Sundance. He's so gonna get obviously... that kissing disease again. No. All I'm saying. Uh, oh my god, he's also. I feel like his weird uh, tattoos are very like uh, Buck Mormon esque. Like a rebe- is... That's like yeah, yeah. what a rebellious Mormon kid gets. Yeah, yeah. Sean, there's currently a uh, like eight minute long trailer for all the movies coming on netflix that youtube is showing constantly in front of their videos Uh and juancho hernan gomez is figured prominently in it what's Um, that movie called fast break or something i don't know what it's called okay doesn't matter (laughs) i mean we'll be talking about it for like three hours on a podcast eventually but yeah (laughs) uh all right the oklahoma city thunder traded for kz akpala uh, in exchange for a 2026 second round pick. Yeah, the whole the whole uh, the whole thing about that is uh, the the Thunder have this like really long lingering protected first round pick from the Heat, mm-hmm. and the Heat are like, you can have this guy if you just agree to take it one of these two years because <laughs> they couldn't trade any first round picks because it was like, well, this you could be trading the Thunder's pick these five years, and now it's like, look. It's coming in 2025 or 26. Mm-hmm. Are you happy, Presty? And Presty's like, yeah, I am. I am happy. Um, which I that love is, conditional picks. Here's the thing. That is the most dunked on mock offseason trade in the history of the NBA. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, one. Yeah, yeah. It's the I most. Because they do that all the time where they'll, like, start arguing over changing protections. And it's like, yeah. when you're listening to it, you're like, that never happens. And then it did. I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet from somebody saying that uh, it was proof that those executives were both geniuses. <laughs> I'm like, come on now. Um. Uh-oh. All right. Our next trade. This was the big <laughs> trade that kicked off this morning. I. Uh, I'm still confused by this one. I'll be honest. Okay. So okay. the Kings get Dante Divincenzo, the big ragu, the Michael Jordan of Delaware. So the Bucks got uh, the Bucks traded Dante Divincenzo for Serge Ibaka and two second round picks. The Pistons uh, sent out Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles for um, the Pistons. Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. That's right. Sorry. And Rapper. Then the Bucks got uh, the Bucks sent out Semi Ojale and Rodney Hood. Um, so the Sweet. Kings get Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles. Uh, the Pistons get Semi Ojale and Rodney Hood, and then uh, Marvin Bagley. No, the Clippers and... get Ojale and Hood. Fuck. <laughs> See, it's so, it's so confusing. I mean, as far as I can tell, the Kings managed to get Marvin Bagley, uh, get something for Marvin they Bagley. They got the big which... ragu for Marvin Bagley, and they're 
and they're and they're taking Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles. Josh Jackson is going to do something bad at Old Town Sacramento. Yeah. My uh, first reaction when I saw he was in this trade was, I'm pretty sure Josh Jackson is going to get arrested in Sacramento. Oh my god! I mean, um, he'll have a great time. Uh, and then the Pistons basically got Bagley in exchange for paying Bagley, as far as I can tell. Oh no, I guess they traded some second round picks too. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll keep him? I guess you might as well keep him and see. He's right, a restricted he's... free agent, so... I mean, but they don't care, like... Yeah, I mean, what else are they going to spend the money on? Exactly. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know, it's worth a gamble to me. Um, the... I guess the Clippers are saving money? Is that the idea? <laughs> yes. I think the Clippers were maybe doing this to try and trade for more, maybe later... Oh, today yeah, yeah, yeah. And then didn't. But either way, Serge Ibaka hasn't been playing very well or at all. He hasn't been playing very. Yeah, they yeah. they have. They're playing Hartenstein, yeah. who has been really good for them. I still don't believe it, but <laughs> that, um, that that's what seems to be happening. Anyway, this yeah. makes the Bucks locker room incredibly, uh, I would say, weird. Yes, um, because. Uh, <laughs> Robin Lopez, literally, like, the closest thing we've had to an actual fight uh, in the NBA in a long time was Serge Ibaka and Robin Lopez, and now Brooke yeah. Lopez is going to have a locker next to him. Yeah. Um, but then but again, this, Brooke this Lopez be... fights Robin Lopez all the time, so maybe they'll ba- they'll bond over it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think they also wanted to make sure that they got a center with back problems in case their existing center mm-hmm. with back problems is unavailable. Um, all right, the Spurs traded for Goran Dragic, but are buying him out. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and they got, they gave up Thad Young, Drew Eubanks, and a 2022 second round pick. Um. I gotta say that but I they think, got a I'm first, sure that. They got a 2022, the Toronto protected first rounder, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like. Good move for the Spurs. Like, mm-hmm. like this is this is what I got. What I got from this was, um, I just sort of think that Greg Popovich is having a fine time with, mm-hmm. like a you know like a young team that's not really going to the playoffs. Um, and it, it made me weirdly it made me think he's maybe going to coach longer, <laughs> mm-hmm. just because he doesn't seem to have any urgency to like go out with a bang this year. So, um. Yeah, where do you think Drogic is going to go, Joey? Oh, yeah, that, well, let's make that locker room even weirder. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what, here's a question. What do you think Serge Ibaka is going to make Goran Drogic eat? What kind of weird food? Uh, well, he has, I was talking to Katie about that, and um, Katie said he hasn't made that show in a long time, because I was like, oh, Giannis is like the perfect guest for that show. Um, but, I don't know, um... <laughs> Yeah, maybe Giannis should make Serge eat all that fair food he was right. eating a couple summers ago. Yeah. All right, um, we got to keep going. Um, yeah, the Brooklyn yeah, yeah. Nets, the biggest trade of the day. Um, uh-huh. Brooklyn Nets traded James Harden and Paul Millsap for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. Uh, Sean. Yes. What musical is Daryl Morey singing considering he got his man today. He did get his man today. Um, you know, what's weird is the one I, I, I actually got inspired by this by Daryl Morey. I've had the musical company 
Like, uh, that's what I've been listening to on Spotify. Uh, also, R.I.P. My man Sondheim. Um, he got his man, and he sort of gave up a lot for it. This is more like... This is some Javert shit, dude. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, and I mean, I guess it would destroy. It, it ultimately destroys him. He's listening uh, his to the pursuit. version of uh, oh, again, the rambling yeah. voice and uh, yeah. And then I think also there's a certain sadness to it that actually makes me think of uh, Carousel. Mm, great. Yeah. Um, anyway. I just feel like I just feel like Daryl Morey's bromance with James Harden may cost. Uh, both of them, much Here's, like the characters in Carousel. Uh, the main thing I want to talk about with this tweet is, uh, I mean, with this trade, is uh, that Embiid tweet. Once again, Embiid tweeted a meme, and everyone acted like he was the funniest man on earth. Uh, yeah, which stop is... Stop it. <laughs> I mean, like, Stop again. it. This is how we got Dave Grohl. Stop like everyone thought acted like Dave Grohl was the most hilarious person on earth. And look at what that hath wrought. Don't it, it, do it to Joel Embiid. Is that, is that Foo Fighters horror movie out yet? Uh, no, I don't know. We can't talk about that. <laughs> we can't anymore. talk about that. You're right. Uh, We're yeah. under a clock here. Um, okay. Um, Sean, here's what I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Harden's already opted in. For next yes, season. Yes, but yes. wouldn't it be funny if he left after that season? That would have been the funniest possible thing. Also, um, this is this is what I took away from it. James Harden has no agent. His mom is like his agent. He doesn't have an agent. And he decided he wanted to leave Brooklyn. How long did it take him to force his way out? Like 10 days? Mm-hmm. Yep. Two weeks? How long did it take Clutch Sports, the most powerful agency, to get Ben Simmons out of out, out of Philadelphia. Eight months? Well, to be fair, um, I think that's more on um, Sean Marks not being a giant asshole, too. I mean, maybe. I'm just saying that James Harden gets it done so fast. Like, somehow he's able to put on and take off 10 to 15 pounds in, like, a week if it changes, like, his trade market. Like, Mm. he just sulks and malingers at a Hall of Fame. Well, don't you think it's, he's like? It's the honestly Hulk? inspiring. Don't you think he's like the Incredible Hulk, where it's like, except for getting mad and becoming like, a Hulk, he gets sad and gains yeah. twenty pounds. You wouldn't <laughs> like me when I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. So also, Kevin Durant finally accepted that he can't win without a Curry. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah. Kind of sad. Our next trade for the day uh, is one that made Twitter crazy because they couldn't wait for 30 seconds to hear the entire Uh deal. Yes, yes. Uh, What was tweeted out was the Boston Celtics were trading Derek White for um, uh, Josh Richardson, and everyone was like, huh? Derek White's way better than Josh Richardson. Uh And then, like, and started freaking out about how shitty the Spurs were doing, and then it turned out... They got a first round pick and Romeo Langford for and him, a pick so. and a, a twenty twenty eight <laughs> pick swap. So uh, which is again, just like ah. Uh, let's yeah. all wait until the trade tweet comes out, or uh-huh. you know the trade before tweeting. That is yeah. my big takeaway from the day. Is like can we? Yeah, chill. Could we? Could we? Could we talk about the Harden and Simmons trade a little bit longer? Okay. <laughs> I just um. 
what do you really expect from Ben Simmons in Brooklyn? Like, is he is he going to, like, just jump in and play right away? Don't you think I, so? I mean, I guess so. It's just so weird that, like, also everybody's out. So it's going to be, like, Ben Simmons and Blake Griffin together, which seems like it would have been, like, an insane combination two years ago. And now makes you kind of, like, go, oh, I hope I hope those guys are okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh I don't know it's it's just it th- to me the sp- the nets are extremely weird right now and the sixers are also weird but in a little bit more of a conventional way like this is this is like Dwight Howard and James Harden except with like the reverse skill levels at the point of them teaming up but I don't know I, to me the nets got better like they were playing oh yeah 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 garbage people it's like even if ben simmons can't play right away like it's not like harden was actually playing the last week he was like like oh and now they have andre drummond who i don't like very much as a player but he's like a warm body they can start no i mean it's Um, it's it's just it's I, i don't mean it's bad it's just incredibly weird that two years ago you'd be like Oh, who's on the Brooklyn Nets? Well, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, uh, Andre Drummond, like all these, all these, like (laughs) all these guys. Oh, and Ben Simmons. That's that's what they have together. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a great trade for the Nets, honestly. Like, I I also just wouldn't want to give. Look, even if you don't believe in Ben Simmons that much, I really would not want to give James Harden that giant contract extension he's about to get to. Mm hmm. All right, that was all I had to say. Thank you. Um, the Pacers, uh, again, um, showed up and just stole some picks from people. Um, yeah. They got uh, Jalen Smith and a future second-round pick for Tory Craig to the Phoenix Suns. That is so – I mean, I guess – are they sending – oh, he doesn't – he's – oh, because they declined his – Robert Sarver is so weird. Uh-huh. They declined the tenth round pick's the tenth third pick round option two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I guess <laughs> and he's like, been playing pretty well. He's like, a- yeah. So I guess um, it's it's honestly like that second round pick is also there's some weird contract restriction on him too. But Indiana should have plenty of money if they like him. Mm-hmm. See if he likes playing. If he's, if he's, you know, oh yeah, it would be really funny though if they locked him in long term and they're like, ah, Miles Turner, we're going to need you to move back to power forward, actually. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we've got this young guy. But yeah, why not? Why not take it for Tory Craig? <laughs> it's a free first round pick. Like, who cares? Like, um, all right, uh, <laughs> The Lakers almost traded Russell Westbrook for John Wall, but then that didn't happen because the yeah, Rockets who, wanted picks. Uh-huh. Um, well, guess who reported that one? Uh, who? Sean? Ramona Shelper. Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> uh, then the Charlotte Hornets uh, traded for Montrez Harrell for Vernon Carey and Ish Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like a free Montrez Harrell there a little bit. Um yeah, well, it's just the Hornets have been making ever since they drafted LaMelo, basically all their personnel moves have been uh, to increase really dunks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they drafted like two lob dudes and I don't even care. I think his contract's up after the year, but like whatever. Yeah. Put like Montrez and, and LaMelo. Let's yeah. go. Um, Then 
Oh, in the a saddest, real the saddest trade of the day, right? Uh, no, the last trade of the day was the saddest. Trade, oh, okay. Sean. <laughs> okay. Um, the second saddest trade of the day is uh, the Dallas Dallas Mavericks uh, got rid of Bozo Kristaps Porzingis in a second round pick for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. Um, yeah. Um, cool. These are like, well, I mean, I guess it's like the Mavs trading their worst decision to uh, the Wizards' two worst recent decisions, right? Um, here's the thing: I, if I, as a Mavs, Mavs fan, I would fear here. Uh huh. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie's like a huge crypto bro, right? He's the he's the crypto king of the NBA. Uh, don't you think he is now? Uh, remember when Chandler Parsons was the most powerful man? The Ma- I do because he had the, he had the keys to the he had the keys to the champagne room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, couldn't you see that happening with Spencer Dinwiddie here? Oh yeah, crypto bozos unite. Yeah. Uh, Mark Cuban's really into crypto. Like I'm sure this is probably part of like an elaborate money laundering scheme mm-hmm. somehow. Um, I think I like this better for the Washington Wizards, <laughs> just because. Um, that Bertans is signed longer and like, like there's just no reason for the wizards to have uh Spencer Dinwiddie, especially with Bradley Beal out for the year. It's like just back away from that. Perzingis, like, oh, this is the other thing. Uh yeah, yeah. So also Perzingis is like more likely to become incarcerated or like trapped in a foreign country because of legal reasons or have like insurance pay out his contract. So for that reason alone, I kind of like the, the wizards mm-hmm. end of this. Uh, but it should be also will make the Mavericks so much more entertaining and weird. And I like that for them. I like it better for the Mavericks because at least they got two actual NBA players for their one actual NBA. Player I don't, they traded I just, out. <laughs> I just don't know if Davis Bertans is an NBA. It's just I I don't understand it, but he just doesn't play anymore. He just has to stand in the care. I but I like Spencer Dinwiddie there to help. I mean, I yeah. know he's been bad this year, but I like Spencer Dinwiddie. He's like a I mean, I don't like him as a person, but he's a good little player. Hey, he um, just can't shoot from the outside, which is just uh, weird. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Davis can't either, I guess now. So also Davis Bertans, it is crazy how much how many years and money are left for that guy. Um, <laughs> at one point, um, oh, the Rockets traded. Well, actually, hold on. That's the saddest trade. We'll save that one for the end. Sad, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also a report that the Wizards were trading Aaron Holiday to the Phoenix Suns, but then no one followed up with anything about if that uh-huh. happened or. <laughs> um what the Suns were giving up. Um uh PJ Dozier and Bull Bull got waived. <laughs> they were in a trade. We forgot to mention that one. Oh uh, yeah, with the yeah. Magic. That was, it was, that like was a, the uh the magic the, the that was the Celtics bribing the magic to get under the legend. Yeah, tanks. so they could get Derek White and Daniel Tice. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's back, baby. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. The last so. trade of the deadline. Yes. It was, this yes. was the cherry on top of every NBA lover's Sunday. Uh, the Houston Rockets traded Daniel Tice to the Boston Celtics. And Boston sent Dennis Schroeder and uh, 
Ennis Freedom, Freedom and Bruno Fernando, and Ennis Freedom was waived immediately. Um, yeah, well, because... It's definitely going to be at CPAC. The Chinese Communist Party uh, reached out to the Rockets and <laughs> said they had to buy out Ennis Freedom, who they definitely <laughs> would have played otherwise. Um, also, Dennis Schroeder, um, turning down that extension with the Lakers is not looking as good, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, he might ju- he might just get bought out. Maybe. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't really care <laughs> who really wants him. All oh, I PJ is... Dorger has a torn ACL. I was kind of yeah, wondering yeah. about that. Yeah, I was he... like, I was like, why? He seems decent. Bol and, then... and PJ Dozier were both out for the year. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Bulbul's not really gonna play in the NBA anymore. But uh, um, I mean, who knows? I don't know why I had to be so negative about that. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's my question for you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, is, will Ennis Freedom ever play in the NBA ever again? No, no chance. No, right? He'll, he'll no, like, no... have his own... I think Neil, he might Neil's even... gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. The, the guy who repeatedly acquired him. Um, mm-hmm. no, he's gonna have, like, a, a shitty TV show, or, like... Actually, he's not gonna have a TV gonna show. Be a it'll be a podcast, and he'll have, like, it'll be, like, a video, and, uh... He'll have like John Bolt, his friend John Bolton on, and his friend Jerry Kushner on. Ben Shapiro is uh-huh. his buddy. Tucker, he'll go on Tucker Carlson like every week and talk about the NBA and just like try to throw in as many dog whistles about like it's amazing how well he's managed to leverage uh, people's anti-Chinese feelings in America into a venue where he can throw in his anti-black sentiments with dog whistles it's uh, impressive stuff and his canter he has a real future in right-wing media as Here's a result my of that for you this is my last question and okay glenn greenwald mm-hmm. he knows who anis can't freedom is right now now right yes how many other nba players do you think he knows Five? lebron yeah he knows lebron he knows steph curry i bet he knows james harden like mm-hmm. any anybody it's less than 10, but more than five because he just knows them as cudgels. So he legitimately knows who LeBron James and Steph Curry and Kevin Durant are because they're too famous. He knows who Kyrie Irving is because of the controversy and because uh, he needs to know just enough members of the Brooklyn Nets that he can complain about Joe Psy. Uh-huh, great. Yeah. And he knows he knows Harden from being on the Rockets before. So I'm saying seven to eight. Okay. Um, do you if think you if you don't count like the, Michael Jordan, the, the other anti-vax guys, do you think he knows who Andrew Wiggins is? Because that was big news. That they oh, didn't want to get the vaccine. I bet he knows the name Andrew Wiggins, but couldn't tell you anything about yeah. it. <laughs> All right. um, but yeah, and uh, I think he probably also somehow has found out who Ben Simmons is, mm-hmm. but only through celebrity gossip, okay. not in any sports context. All right, perfect. Um, That's our trade wrap-up, but you don't come here for us. You come here to hear the guys who know about transactions, the guys who know about the salary cap, the guys who know about body composition, and that is, of course, slammed up. The only, po- the only analytics podcast within a comedy basketball podcast, it's slammed up with Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. This is Slam Up with Brett Sampson and Randy Ludu. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. 
These guys are fucking dorks. Welcome to the Slammed Up uh, Analytics Boss Basketball Podcast, the only uh, analytics mini pod embedded within a uh, much less serious basketball podcast. I am your host, Brett Slamson, and uh, with me, as often, is Randy Ledoux. Randy, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I gotta say, I was a little frustrated earlier today um, because I forgot what day it was. I forgot it was the trade deadline, and I actually uh, scheduled to get my hair cut, and um, it was upsetting because you were screaming at me that I wasn't available to uh, live uh, to to be in the the Twitter Spaces. Yeah, we've been we've been on entire... Twitter Spaces. Uh, I had a, I had a Rumble Cast going that you weren't there for. Uh, I've been up for seventy two hours, mm-hmm. as you know, Randy. And uh, you know, I, I I needed you by my side. But how'd the haircut go? Um, difficult. Uh, you know, it's it's hard for a man my size. I'm three yeah, inches you're, you're between. Very, you're... One and a half inches and five inches tall, depending on how I'm feeling that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they, they cut it with like a micro laser? Is that what happens? Yes, yeah. I actually have to go to one of those laser hair treatment facilities. Um, But for mice, that's how they mm-hmm. get the bald mice for science purposes. Got it, and got they it. Well, remove my hair. All right, well. Uh, that's how I have was... my Lex Luthor pate. That was that was horrifying, Randy, but uh, I'm glad you're here finally. Uh, before we get to the trade deadline, just a little bit of business to clarify. Yes, I was subpoenaed. Yes, I did testify before a grand jury recently. Uh, I was not indicted as a co-conspirator. Uh, I'm actually, uh, you know, there was an indictment for uh, my backup mistress, uh, Heather Morgan. She's known as the Crocodile of Wall Street. Uh, Also, you might know her rap videos. She raps as Razzlecon. Uh, She definitely did launder 25,000 bitcoins, but for me, it was purely sexual, uh, albeit slightly musical. I made beats for a few of her songs, uh, and yes, she is married. So just uh, to get that out of the way, uh, also, Randy and I are excited. Uh, It's a totally unrelated story that has nothing to do with money laundering, uh, crypto, or financial scams. We are selling iTest apes. Yes, these are uh, non-fungible tokens, a.k.a. NFTs. They feature grotesque uh, simian caricatures of NBA scouts. There, Some are holding binoculars. Uh, some of them have stopwatches. Uh, in my favorite one, an ape is throwing away a spreadsheet of DRPM leaders. Uh, and there's also one where an ape wearing a monocle signs a 28-year-old to a five-year contract. It is horrifying. So, uh Check those out. They're going Very to be on the OpenSea Marketplace. Uh, should be really good. And it, uh, once again, not money laundering whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We can get started. Let's talk about the biggest move of the day so far. Uh, well, of the deadline. And that is, of course, Miami's trading KZ Octpala mm-hmm. to the Oklahoma City Thunder. What an incredible trade. Well, you heard it in the mock off season. We did something very similar mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. where you working as Sam Presti uh, held a gun to my head and demanded I remove protections off the Clippers pick, 
while mm-hmm, I was playing, mm-hmm. while I was role playing as Lawrence Frank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, it was it was a lot of bullying, and uh, it was it was complicated cap wise, but it did uh, guarantee that uh, the Miami Heat could potentially trade a 2022 first round pick, a 2023 first round pick, or if they do it after the draft, uh, they're not bound by the stepping rule. It's one of the most exciting things I've ever heard in my life of basketball. Uh, before we go on to the more exciting trades, I've got to uh, I've got to go to. I've got to, we've got to talk to one of our sponsors. Uh, This is, okay, well, Randy, let me tell you about this. I've been open on this podcast about my struggles with hair loss, as you know. Uh, I started going bald in second grade, and by middle school, I was rocking a horseshoe with flecks of gray in it uh, that also had cowlicks on either side and in the middle. Uh, Randy, that's the reason I pretended to have cancer for three years. You remember that story, right? I do. I used my my make-a-wish to meet uh, Dean Oliver. Uh, so we've talked at length about different hair growth systems. I think we've had seven different sponsors over the years, and I've developed a long and productive business relationships with Evan Fournier's Weave Guy. But what about hair removal? Randy, as we've discussed at length, as I lost the hair on my head, an equivalent amount of hair started sprouting on my shoulders and back. It sort of looks like a wildebeest was dropped out of a helicopter and smacked into the back of an ant one of the tree-like creatures uh, from Fangorn, uh, the the forest in Middle-earth. And that's why I'm happy to endorse Montrez Hairless, the depilatory cream from New Hornet Center Montrez Harrell. Here's how it works. You pour the 10-gallon bottle into a bathtub, children's swimming pool, or in a pinch, a slip and slide, and then you dunk the problematic area of your body into it over and over. Afterwards, you can pick at the loosened hair or simply roll on the grass or perhaps an old chunk of carpet. Uh, Pick or roll, they're both very effective. Now, crucially, this cream will not defend you from infection as the newly raw skin heals, nor does it provide any sun or rim protection. Uh, If you're acquiring Montrez Hairless, you're probably going to get burned. And while there's 10 gallons, uh, you really don't want to use the final fourth quarter of it. Uh, You can get 30% off your first offer with promo code completely hairless six man of the year. Uh, That's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. We do. Montrez Hairless. Hey, this guy is a wizard. Oh, uh, wait, sorry. This is new copy. Uh, Montrez Hairless. You're going to look like a hornet stung you. So thank you, uh, Montrez Hairless. All right. So let's get back to uh, some other moves. Now, this I thought was almost the most exciting move of the entire day. I am, of course, talking about a move that the San Antonio Spurs made. Uh, they they traded uh, Derek White. Derek mm-hmm. White. And they they got uh, some very interesting assets in exchange. They got Romeo Langford, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Richardson, and a uh, and a uh, top four protected twenty two first round pick. If that wasn't making me tumescent enough, they also have the right to swap first round picks with Boston in twenty twenty eight, which is almost like being in a polyamorous relationship with a twelve year old from Croatia. I mean, when when they're of age, but yeah, they've they've essentially decided that they can swap Eastern European tweens. So, uh, and you know that's always exciting for me. Also, Derek White, uh, obviously, he is 27 years old. He is near death, and uh, he might not be alive or a functional player uh, past the trade deadline this year. 
No, he is um on his way to perishing. Um, not unlike my um most troubling trade of the day, also mm-hmm. made by the Boston Celtics. Ooh. Um, where the man I'm currently working for, Enos Freedom, uh, was traded and cut by the NBA. Oh. So now. Oh. I have to hear even more about him, about the speech I'm supposed to write him at CPAC. Oh, yeah, you do have a political background. Is uh, is is your client Ennis Freedom, does he have any uh, any uh, destinations in mind after he's bought out? Uh, he wants to join, he wants to link up with Spotify. Oh, okay, yeah, they, they've got some opportunities. Uh, yeah, they've they've actually uh, finally uh, started to run some of uh, Razzle Khan's music. Apparently says... there's a big void. <laughs> He says that he likes that he can say whatever he wants on there. You know, it's it's true. It's true. That's 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 the First Amendment working right there, as I understand it. Uh, okay. He also another... says he wants to sign up with Netflix because again, oh. they uh, they let he they let people say whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I've 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 actually read his manifesto about uh, letting uh, certain athletes compete in NCAA swimming. It's it's yeah, compelling it's stuff. Very upset uh, about it. Now, I just want to talk about one other uh, very exciting trade, and uh, I don't know. You and I had slightly different perspectives on this. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are trading uh, my Eskimo brother, Chris Stapps Porzingis, and a second round pick to the Washington Wizards for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. And now uh, I like this from the uh, from the Dallas side. Mm-hmm. Why is and, that? Uh, well, I know that you like that uh, Chris Saps-Persingas can stretch the floor. You love a stretch big man. I prefer Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans, and the reason is uh, they're useless as basketball players. You're, you're adding... Uh, money to your books, but that is twice the amount of organs that you can harvest for them and possibly implant into younger and uh, healthier mm-hmm. players. I think that Spencer Dinwiddie actually still has some blood boy potential for Luka Doncic if he uh, continues partying and eating poorly. Uh, I believe that Spencer Dinwiddie is open to having a vegan diet, and uh, I think those blood transfusions may be worth more than uh, Porzingis on the court. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right to me. Um, and actually, do you want to talk about the most important trade of the day, Brad? Or? Yeah, right a sec. Hold on. I just, I do have to read an ad right now. Randy, there's only one thing I know better than scouting cryptocurrency and right-wing Eastern European politics, and that is amateur Eastern European pornography. And the best is ChristapsPornZingus.com, which is, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, my lawyer just frantically texted me, and uh, this ad read has been uh, canceled. All right, so let's talk about the, the the biggest trade, Randy. You want to lead off? Uh, yeah, the Boston. I mean, the Boston, the uh, Brooklyn Nets traded for uh, traded James Harden for Ben Simmons. Yes, and uh, you know I love this trade for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, this is Daryl Morey. He's a genius, and uh, you know he got that bloated salary of Ben Simmons off the team. Uh, they have they have a, a guy on the wrong side of twenty seven. Seth Curry is off, and uh, they're going to go into this this uh, off season with the most valuable commodity in the NBA, and that is a uh, cap space. Um, Brett, uh, James Harden for forty three million dollars. Yeah. What with that body composition? With that, I I just I I can't. You look at the body. Uh, you look at uh the disregard 
for conditioning. He's he's not nearly switchy enough. They're locking themselves in. Oh, they've 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 attached uh, cement shoes to Steve Nash's feet, and they have dropped him into the Brooklyn Harbor. He's in the Gowanus Canal, as are their hopes of ever generating the most financial profits of any NBA team. Obviously, oh, I'm sorry, this is the Philadelphia 76ers. Ah, I, I'm sorry, they they have put Elton Brand in cement shoes and uh, dropped him into the uh, Skillkill River. I'm not sure how to uh, pronounce that. Um, I think that obviously the real winner of today's trade was Sam Hinkie. Um, oh, the yes, process yeah. works. Mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. able to, to. He was fired six years ago, and yet he was fired six years ago. But uh, they still, finally got a superstar. Yeah, they got a thirty-one-year-old superstar on uh, on a forty-three million-dollar contract with. Uh, and that's who has um, uh, loafed his way out of two teams in uh, thirteen months. You know, which I is didn't what like you're it looking for. for. Yeah, you know, I I didn't like this originally for the Sixers, but I realized there is a way to credit Sam Hinkie. I am reversing myself. I am putting those cement shoes back on Steve Nash, and uh, this is a triumph yeah. of the process. There's all nothing hail, better than losing as many games. Basketball, Sam Hinkie. Sam Hinkie. Uh, he will also be speaking at CPAC this year, I believe. Yep. Um. All right. Uh, I think that does it for That's our it. trade deadline. Uh, Randy, is there anything you'd like to promote? Yeah, uh, someone hire me so I don't have to work for Enos Cantor. Yeah, he's, because he's... look, I owe the Clintons and the Rockefellers some things that I mm-hmm. cannot talk about now, and oh. I, I need to get out of it. Yeah, let's let's not say these on the air. Uh, you can see me on my uh, Twitch stream. I will be playing uh, Crash Bandicoot and talking about Latvian politics for uh, the next seven hours, actually, post-trade deadline. I am so hyped up. I've been up for 72 hours, but uh, thanks to the uh, amphetamines in my system, I will not be able to sleep for another 12. Uh, you can also always check out the Patreon page, uh, my OnlyFans page. That's only solo stuff. Uh, dudes are welcome. And of course, uh, you can read my new column in the daily stormer. So, uh, back to you, Sean and Joey. Well, that was, uh, just as weird as it always is. Um, yeah. Don't even know what to comment. Sean, there's one last thing before I want to go. Oh yeah. Yeah. We had our friend, uh, uh, at do nuts, do nots on Twitter. One of the great, Rockets fans there is. Uh, He was losing his mind when he heard Harden was demanding a trade out of Brooklyn. Uh And so I told him... His (laughs) hero. I told him to uh, call us anytime he had a feeling about it. And what he sent is six minutes of unvarnished feelings, (laughs) and I'm going to play that right now. When the news broke that James Harden wanted out in Brooklyn, we asked Rockets fan Forrest Walker to call us every time he had any feeling whatsoever. What follows is a week's worth of voicemails from a former James Harden loyalist. Round Ball Rock Presence Forrest Walker in Watching the James Harden car crash in slow motion 
Hey guys, it's 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 me, Forrest. I'm uh I'm calling because as you probably heard, there's news about the the Brooklyn Nets being amenable to trading James Harden at the deadline. After reports previously, you know, of him allegedly kind of not liking in New York and having more fun in Houston. Uh, so for, for you know, if you don't know, I am and have been a Houston Rockets fan, which is a sort of a an interesting club to be in. It's been a, a real fun ride recently. And, uh, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the world of James Harden, and it's it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty amusing news story to see that uh, Daryl Morey is trying to reacquire James Harden on a, a different team. Did we ever get to that? Did we ever get to how, how Daryl Morey said uh, he just wanted to go hang out with his family and kind of retire from being a GM, and then two weeks later he... Took a job with the Sixers, so I guess they're doing that now. I guess it looks like they're doing that. They're, I mean, Ben Simmons is involved in this process, but like, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't like put together any emotions for for Ben Simmons. I mean, it's fine for him, I guess, but uh, you know, maybe he'll enjoy Brooklyn if that's what happens. But uh, yeah, it's a it's kind of interesting, interesting emotional journey to think about. Uh, you know, James Harden getting out of Houston after a bunch of second round exits. Uh, which you know he was excoriated for over and over again, you know, because losing to the losing to the Warriors in the second round is pretty, you know, it's pretty shameful, right? Uh, but so he, he took off to go to New York where he could hang out with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and you know, that like not working, that not working at all is really, it's very funny in a certain sense. Like, I mean, I defended James Harden a lot, but like it's really funny to see him just absolutely out there living his worst life. Uh, it's kind of, you know, I mean, is this, is this how people feel when, like, their, their ex-spouse, like, goes on to, uh, fail at, like, a, to run a juice stand or something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is, this is an ongoing, ongoing situation, so, you know, I'm sure you'll hear, you may hear more from me later on. I just wanna, I just wanted to put out there that, you know, I'm, I think I'm having fun with this. I mean, I may be having fun with this. We'll find out later. Okay, uh, thank y'all. Uh, love the pod, you know, uh, say hey for me, thanks. Hey, hey, uh, it's Forrest again, um, so, look, I know I talk to you, like, whenever, about this James Harden stuff, you know, Rockets fan, James Harden, favorite player for four years on the Rockets, blah, 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 you know, you know, you know all my stuff, uh, but now they, there's, like, a thing where there's a tweet saying that Steve Nash is saying they're not gonna trade James Harden, and, like, Look, y'all. I want. Of course, he's gonna say that. When is the coach is never gonna say they're gonna trade their guy, right? Like whether they're gonna trade him or not. Of course, of course, Steve Nash is out there saying he's not gonna trade him. This is just. This is elementary. This is just like first grader shit. Come on, what are y'all? Anyway, Steve Nash is a liar. He's been lying his whole life. That's what Canadians are like. No, I'm lying. I don't know. I don't know what Canadians are like. They seem nice to me. Probably Steve Nash is a chill guy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He made some pretty funny videos like 10, like 12 years ago or something. So, uh, I'll just, uh, hold on to that. Anyway, the, this is not news. Everyone calm down. It's not the coach saying to like, don't look here. There's nothing happening. It's not news. It's like the opposite of news. That's like standard operating procedure shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Th- thanks. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, Sean. Um, uh, stay frosty. Hey, uh, it's Forrest again. Look, so so I'm I'm out here at the pool, uh, hanging out with my cat, and I saw on 
Twitter that uh, that uh, the James Harden doesn't he doesn't even have an agent. It's like his mom is his agent, right? Like his mom is his agent because Rob Polinka became like the manager of the Lakers, so he just he's just like kind of hiring guys like on ten day agent contracts to try to get him in and out of places and like you know it's just kind of funny. It's it's just funny. You know what I mean? It's just like funny what I want to say about it, right? Like. This is the this is the this is regular guy stuff. This is this is the guy who works at the Seven Eleven and like can't get his shit together stuff. And it's just it's just really funny that this guy who's supposed to be one of the greatest players of all time, you know, maybe he, maybe he you know maybe he is or he would have been, or but he just he's just having his mom take care of his business. It's like it's like you and me. What? How is this guy a real guy? How is James Harden just like an actual person and not just? I don't mean like it's weird that this guy exists. Like it's weird that he's just a regular guy. What what the hell is going? How I? It's as funny as all, you know. It's just it's just kind of funny. Okay, uh, thanks. Okay, I, I gotta check out my cat. Thanks. Hey, uh, hey, it's Forrest again. There's more updates on the James Harden stuff. Uh, you know, to catch everybody up, I uh, I'm the world's only Rockets fan, so I have to talk about James Harden. My once once beloved player who has fallen so low, so low, and it's really tragic. But uh, so the, the news is now that uh, I'm going to aggregate James Wind-Brian, not James. James is the hardened one of this equation. I'm going to aggregate Brian Windhorst right now. I'm going to aggregate him so much, he's going to get so mad at me, but, like, I think it's a thrill. So he says that James Harden is crying and screaming in every way he can to get out of Brooklyn. He's, like, he's... He's inside of his bathroom, just wailing, just like punching his hands against the sink and like smashing against the glass of the mirror. The mirror is shattering as tears are streaming down his face. He hates Brooklyn so much. He's just like tearing out his beard in in patches, just like laying on the ground, wailing and flailing around because of this, how horrible it is to be in Brooklyn. And you know what? That's right. Like, thanks, Brian Windhorst, for bringing us this truth that we all really knew in our hearts, but now everyone's getting to see this. Everyone's getting to see what I already knew, which is that he was, James Harden was so stupid to leave Houston. Not that he should, you know, feel bad at leaving Tillman for Teeter because that guy's an absolute, like, scunch and a half, like, fuck him. Uh, understand that. But the city of Houston is a world city, a world city, and a place where he could experience not only the adulation and love of millions, millions of world citizens but also the greatest strip club culture our country has ever seen all right and i know i know atlanta i understand and i respect your position here but like strip clubs per capita you've got to go to h-town okay and i think that's what he's learned that there's so much more culture and i don't i'm not trying to use culture as a shorthand for strip clubs because there's a lot more culture besides you know there's uh one of the most prestigious uh, theater communities in the world. There's many museums. Uh, and hey, you know, maybe if he gets hurt, he can go to the Houston Medical Center, the largest medical center on the planet. So I understand why he feels this regret. He never should have left this city. He never should have left the place that welcomed him as its own son, as its, its favorite son. He had something beautiful going, and he chose to throw it away so that he could lose in the second round with Kyrie Irving. He has to know. He knows. A friendship with Kevin Durant, I'm not going to impugn. Right? That's a friendship's a beautiful thing, but he let that friendship lead him astray. Kevin Durant suckered him 
into going to a stupid situation with a stupid team with a city that's not even as good as he thought it was going to be because it's so cold and he can't even drive a car around as fast as he wants. All right, so this is just this is a brain when her telling us what we are. Okay, so he, he he doesn't want to have a public ask on the record because he thinks it'll make people angry at it, right? That's what he's saying now, uh, or what people are saying he's saying. Is that how this reporting works? I'm not sure how reporting works anymore. I think it's just a. Uh, I think basically you get uh, paid by players' agents to, to, to put stuff out there to make them look cooler or something. Uh, but yeah, so he uh, he doesn't want everyone to be mad at him because he wants two trades in two years from two different franchises. So he's putting it out there anyway. So that's. That's pretty funny. Uh, but like, I'm not even mad about it. That's the funny thing. I'm not even mad about this. I think it's, I think it's funny. I think it's good. I think it's good that he's asking for a trade, asking for a trade. Because, I don't know, uh, it's always been the case and he's like the, the most, he's the most obnoxiously like a regular guy of everybody in the league. You know, he's, he just, he fails in the same way that you fail. He's lazy in the same way that you're lazy. He's just a regular guy who happens to be really good at basketball and doesn't pay attention to the internet and doesn't know fuck all that's happening. And we hate him because because we are him. We hate to see our own... We want to see superhuman people get up there and like succeed in superhuman ways, not see extremely people get up there and lose in extremely human ways. So I think it's good. I think it's good that we all have to look at this guy, this absolutely suck ass, despite the fact that he really shouldn't be doing that. It's great. Uh... I want it to keep happening, and he's also not going to get traded. It's not going to happen. The trade isn't happening. Everyone just needs to calm down. It's not going to happen. Stop. Okay, hey, thanks. Thanks. Okay. Okay. All right. So, let's start from the top. This is Forrest. Long-time listener. Sub, sub seventh or something time caller this week. Uh, known to be a Rockets fan and long-time James Harden fan. I was the only person in the world who wanted James Harden on the Rockets before he was traded there. And you, that's, I hyperbole calm down. That's establishing what's going to happen. I'm also going to get cut off by your voicemail machine. I know it. But I'm going to call again, and I'm not going to do the preamble when I call again. Because everyone's going to know who this is and why this is happening. So, the thing happened... It was reported by the guys who report the things that happened. James Harden has been traded. Now, this is not the first time he's been traded. The first time he's been traded was in 2012 when he got traded. My favorite player got traded to my favorite team in what was widely seen as an absolute steal on the part of the Houston Rockets. And everyone knew it was going to change their future. And I knew it was going to change the basketball future of the team I care about. And then, eight years later, I watched the same guy after a combination of failure and slander for many years, partially the bad luck of having to go up against one of the greatest teams of all time and being ridiculed for not being able to do that, uh, and then being saddled with one of the biggest scumbags in the league in Tillman Fertitta and his little family of cronies. Sorry, Patrick, if you're listening to this, but I think it's a fair characterization. Uh, and then he decided he wanted to get out of there, too, at the same time as, like, that Tony ditched, Daryl Morey ditched, Chris Paul had been ditched, Russell Westbrook ditched, everybody ditched. God, Russell Westbrook. Can you believe Russell Westbrook was on the fucking Rockets? Can you believe that? That's how I know both that 
God is real, and also God has a sense of humor targeted at me personally. Uh, so he, he got traded then, too. He got traded to the Brooklyn Nets so he could go hang out with his friend Kevin Durant and go win a championship with KD and Kyrie Irving in the bright lights of New York. And guess what? He lost in the second fucking round because of insane weird things happening just like happened everywhere else. All right? So it didn't do any good. He got sick about it. He got pissed off. He probably got pissed off because Kyrie Irving is also working as hard as he can to sabotage their team by uh, some sort of weird, like, fake smart guy shit where he thinks that vaccines are made of poison or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't care what Kyrie Irving thinks. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to anybody. Uh, so then he wants out, and he got out. Okay, this thing cut me off, but I'm back. All right, look. So he, he got traded once again, even though he was pretending not to want to get traded, because he was worried that people would think he was an asshole for wanting to get traded twice in two seasons. But By the way, still on the same massive contract Houston gave him. So a real win for player empowerment, right, that you can just, like, yell about things. And I even make a public trade demand. Uh, the, the insanely funny idea that he wouldn't get hated for doing this if he just didn't do it publicly, when he was very much doing publicly. Maybe if he had an agent and not just, like, Having his mom help him, it would have helped, but hey, uh, he got his way, and Maury got his way, and Tad Brown got his way. That's right, don't forget Tad Brown. Tad Brown also went over to, to, to Philly as well. Um, so they got their way, and they got their man in James Harden, and the Sixers got to unload Ben Simmons, who's, look, I know there are many out there who love Ben Simmons, but he also has been refusing to play, which sort of sucks for everybody involved. And uh, has been of questionable uh, utility in the playoffs. So, to me, to me, to me, to me, this is two second-round teams trading their second-best player. It's very funny. This is a huge blockbuster. What it's going to result in, instead of the Sixers and the Nets losing in the second round, they're just going to lose in the second round, but slightly different fashion. That's very funny. And I can't wait for it to happen. Look, like... In a certain sense, if Daryl Morey and, and James Harden won a championship uh, with the inclusion of Joel Embiid, which is good for him. He seems cool. I like him. I hope for the best for him. But if they win a championship, that really does kind of, uh, you know, it, it proves a point and justifies a, a lot of things that I have for many years wanted to be justified. But now, this whole thing is so stupid. It's become so bad. I'm so sick of all of it. I just want everyone involved to fail, including myself. Look, just... Just put us all in the trash. Just put us all in the doo-doo dumpster. Because none of us deserve to get any joy from this. None of us deserve anything. We all deserve to watch the things we care about. Pervert with something that hates us. And then end up having to watch the Houston Rockets, a team that you once cared about, be run by the worst guy in the world, in the worst way in the world, as a draft pick you were excited about has been showing all the signs of being just like a scudgy, middling player. Everyone deserves this. I deserve it. You deserve it. We all just seem to watch the things we care about fall apart because, hey, maybe it'll make us, you know, care less about stupid sports shit and more about the people in our lives. And that's who we should care about. The hug. I just need a hug. You all just need a hug. Stop caring about basketball. It's going to fuck you in the face. Just, it sucks. Everything sucks. I love you. Goodbye. Thank you, Forrest, for that. <laughs> um, 
Sean, that's our episode. Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'll be at Cubs Comedy Club February 10th through the 12th. And uh, I think that's the I think that's huge. I'm with I'm with Noel Miller, Canadian YouTuber. And if you're in Santa Cruz, I'll be at the Greater Purpose Brewery on February 25th. That is a Friday. And then as for me, you can always follow us where on six nineteen fourteen. I tweeted. There's nothing worse than flying across the country and then having to wait over an hour for mom to pick me up because she was vacuuming. Oh, man. Trust That's... the process. Oh, wait, wait. Well, I oh. do have a song, too. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're just, sure. we're just, sorry. We're just re- replaying a classic from last year. That's uh, appropriate today. I wrote it with my good friend Ringo Starr. I will not be signing copies of this single. I simply do not have time to do that. Uh, but it is called Blockbuster for Harden. Peace and love, peace and love. Uh, trust the process and uh, shut it down. Don't tweet about the trades until you know the whole trade, you pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do a blockbuster for Harden, it's a trade. Didn't win his head, so good by Levert. In this blockbuster for Harden, well played. I'd ask Sean Marks if this was a joke. I wonder if James Harden does coke. Like OKC. James and Katie in a blockbuster for Harden, he'll get paid. Looks like a schlub, goes to strip clubs, but Harden can score 40 with a beer gut. Dealt seven picks, made Duncan's feeling sick, but their window of contention slamming shut. I'd ask the Nets for more pick swaps But Bobby Marks would call the cops Like Cantoni Love Step Back Threes It's a blockbuster for Harden Taylor made He'll hog the ball But Kyrie's a wall I think he's going to join the DSA Happy for a week Then all three of these guys Will start the feud I'd like to see A new big three It's a blockbuster for Harden Kaboom Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic Ready to upgrade your style game Without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.